morning and welcome to the swamp, folks. The start of the Winter Olympics today, and it's the day before Carolina beats Duke. What's going on, Toddford? Well, the bird bath is still frozen, but it's a good time to be frozen, I guess, because the birds are really into the Olympics, I can tell. They had their opening ceremony from Highland Drive. Uh, the birds, even the squirrels up on the high line, slip sliding, but they're hanging on. They're pretty excited. And if the temperature is correct off my computer, it's 17 degrees and it feels like minus five. Oh. So it's, don't feel like nothing. Just go out there. You don't have to. 17 degrees. It feels cold. That's right. What do you got going on there? Well, like I said, the Winter Olympics started and we talked about curling yesterday and a second ago, I guess. But there's a new event. There's seven new events, but I'm going to talk about the mono bob for women, and I don't mean a new hairstyle. Yes, the bobsled program has added another exciting discipline for women, the mono bob. It's a single-person bobsled in which the athlete navigates the narrow icy curb track solo. So let's see a little bit about bobsledding. It's the sport of sliding down an ice-covered, twisting incline on the high-sided sled. And uh, bobsleds are pretty fast. According to the International Bobsleigh and Skeleton Federation, because there is one, the four-man bobsled can travel at speeds of 93 miles per hour, and a mono-bob can go 75 miles per hour, all while navigating an icy, twisty track. So bobsledding is timed. And in this mono bob, they're all in the same kind of sled. So no one can have an advantage of having like a more aerodynamically made bobsled. So there you go. Okay, you know, we started water polo is going to be starting in the Texas high school this coming fall. Is there a bobsledding (laughs) event yet in the UIL? It only could be done out of North Texas. Well, there might be snow. That brings me to the uh, the question: Does Jamaica have a bobsled team? Cool Runnings fans, we see you. Cool Runnings with old John Candy. Yeah, John Candy. They're in the bathtub practicing. Jamaica does, in fact, have a bobsled team. The Disney film was based on the true story of the Jamaican national team's debut at the 1988 Winter Olympics. So, uh, the team actually did crash in the games. Yep. There's something for everybody. You just gotta look. So, there's National Thank a Mail Carrier Day. Well, they come by, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I think that pretty much sums that up. Um, Like I said, UNC is going to beat Duke tomorrow. Just throwing (laughs) that in. Coach K's last visit to the Dean Dome. That's right, and he's going down. I got a feeling they'll have a. I don't know, they'll do something over there. They're pretty. They're big hated rivals, but they've got a lot of respect for each other. So, that'll be fun. Hey, what's good? It's a game. It'll be fun. Yep. We'll get to grinning, Dad, because it's Clint Black's birthday. Is it really? Born in 1962, my dad does a great impression of Clint Black, and I don't mean singing. I just mean grinning. Uh, 
And uh, let's see. You know, we like to fish when it's warm. So this yeah. man and his grandson watched a YouTube video on magnet fishing and decided to give it a try. This was just this past Sunday. They dropped a, a five-pound magnet in the C-102 Canal, which I don't know why they named it that, but hey, in southern Miami-Dade County. We ended up with two pounds of scrap metal and 40 pounds of gun, Smith told the newspaper. The guns were not loaded and they didn't find any ammunition. The pair pulled two Barrett sniper rifles out of a canal near Miami. Wow. Yeah. I saw a picture of that deal uh, last night. And the little boy's in between the two rifles. He's holding up, <laughs> you know. And that's got me some event when they pulled that thing up. Yeah, magnet fishing. You know, when you can't do all the time out on the beach, the, the uh, metal, detectors. metal detector, we go a little further. Yep. Just, you know. They said it'll take a little while to see if the, uh, the police department can determine if the weapons were used in a crime. But uh, it said they had been there a while. It, um, they weren't convinced the guns were in the water very long. So that so one says they hadn't been there for a while. One says they have. They were wrapped in plastic and they wiped away most of the corrosion in 30 minutes. It looked like it was something that someone would want to come back for. Hmm. Oh, yeah. A little music news. 1965, the Righteous Brothers, not Tom Cruise, were at number one with You've Lost That Love and Feeling. You never close your eyes anymore when I step on your lips. <laughs> oh, oh, we got uh, that mixed up. But he's still grinning, folks. He's still <laughs> grinning. And UNC's going to be cute tomorrow. 1976, Fleetwood Mac released the Stevie Nicks penned Rhiannon. Nicks discovered the Rhiannon character through a novel called Triad by Mary Bartlett Leader. The novel's about a woman named Branwen who's possessed by another woman named Rhiannon. And then the same day, the next year, they released Rumors. The songs Go Your Own Way, Don't Stop, Dreams, and You Make Love and Fun were released as singles. So that Rumors is their most successful release along with winning the Grammy Award for Album of the Year in 1978. So they had a good little couple years there. Yeah, they, uh, they're pretty entertaining. That uh, Christy uh, and uh, whole, uh, what's that other little singer's name they got on that group? Hey, Jordan, say? Huh? Who'd you say already? You well, talking about Nick D? They got Christy on there, yeah. Oh, and then Steve Nicks, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Christy's my favorite, but Steve's okay. And when Christy talks, she talks like this, and when she sings, it's totally different. Yeah. 1978. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. Staying alive, folks. The BG started a four-week run at number one. From the film soundtrack, Saturday Night Fever gave the brothers their fifth U.S. number one, also number one in the U.K., which probably saved that group, that movie. I told the story how it got going. You know, they got, they got 
a phone call. The guy said, hey, we're doing this movie. And got this guy goes out with his friends on Saturday night and goes uh, dancing. Uh, that was a... And uh, can you write any songs about it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And... So they did. <laughs> they did all right. The whole album is pretty good if you like that high-pitched song sound. But... Not everyone can make a hit record. No, that's right. They left that to the Bee Gees. That's right. And this hit album. (laughs) This day, 1983, Karen Carpenter passed away at age 32. Probably the best voice ever. I'm telling. I don't know how much voice lessons she had and things, but goodness gravy, does she have a so clear. And such a tragedy that happened to her with the anorexia and stuff. That opened up the whole world about anorexia. Food disorders. Well, speaking of food, to go the exact opposite way, we had a great ham last night. <laughs> Potatoes, peas, made by the gardener. Uh, who couldn't get out and trim. Right. Shrub, so hey, I'll just throw this together. I'll just stay in and cook a ham. Well, Dad, I'm throwing it over to you. Well, alright. This, uh, a lot of people think this, uh, uh, Olympics is a big deal. This Winter Olympics, you know, they try to get you to think that anyway. But there's a little ball game coming up called the Super Bowl, which, uh, couple of items about that as we speak. Uh, around here, of course, we get a lot of publicity for the quarterback and the Rams is Matt Stafford, a high school uh, graduate from Highland Park and then went to Georgia and played. Anyway, he's ended up, of course, with his friend living in L.A. on Kershaw. So they're doing pretty good, of course. Good athletes. I got to see him when I was uh, coaching in Wiley. Saw them, they came through. I saw enough of them, believe me. Uh, they're pretty good. But anyway, there's some more guys from around the area that's going to be in the Super Bowl that uh, Dallas Morning News is listed. Linebacker Von Miller from DeSoto for the Rams. Linebacker Trayvon Howard from TCU. Offensive lineman Joe Noteboom from Plano and went to TCU. Defensive lineman Sean Robinson from Fort Worth Arlington Heights. Defensive lineman Bobby Brown, Arlington Lamar. Offensive lineman Bobby Evans from Allen, which when his dad came through at McKinney, I got to see him play a little basketball when we got moved up a class we were at Wiley. And he went on to play for University of Oklahoma. Well, this is his son. Old Bobby. Linebacker Justin Hollins from Arlington Martin, which his high school coach hired me at Coughlin, Coach Bob Wager. Now the Bengals have an offensive lineman from Garland, Akeem Adjun. Tied in coach James Casey from Hazel and running back coach Justin Hill from Mesquite. So North Texas is, is very well representative in the Super Bowl. Now, the uh, our man down in Houston, 
always bets. Texas sells a mattress back, places $4.5 million bet on the bobsledding. Not really, I just <laughs> threw that in there. He bets on Cincinnati Bengals to spring uh, to win the Super Bowl. Now, this guy has done this in the past pretty much. But his name is uh, Jim Mattress Back. Back in Bell, the Houston furniture salesman known to place giant hedge bets has done it again, this time with the biggest single wager he's ever made. On Thursday, Beckenvale drove across the Texas border to Louisiana, pulled over at a gas station, logged onto his mobile betting account with Caesar Sportsbook in place $4.5 million in bets on the underdog Cincinnati Bengals at plus 170 odds to upset the favored Los Angeles Rams. If the Bengals do the upset, he will net 7.7 million. Now, this guy is pretty interesting here. If Bell's bet comes across and he wins, if you have spent $3,000 at his furniture store, he's going to refund you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be some kind of character. <laughs> and uh, he says, I've always said that a setback is just a setup for a comeback. Bingo fans are hoping he's right. So, just recently, he lost $4.7 million in a week betting on football in January, highlighted by $2.7 million money line bet on Alabama in the national championship game which Georgia won uh, so uh, pretty interesting character you like that lazy boy it's on me <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh man I wonder if he's uh, betting on the Carolina Star Hills tomorrow oh, he might I wouldn't be surprised hey, we talked a little bit about the heart yesterday and I'm going to read you some about keep your heart muscle healthy. The four chambers of your heart are made of a special type of muscle called myocardium. Myocardium does the main pumping work. It relaxes to fill with blood and then squeezes, contracts to pump the blood. Contractedly describes how well the heart muscle squeezes. After pumping, your heart relaxes and fills with blood. The muscle must be able to relax enough so that it can fill with blood properly before it pumps again. The health of your heart muscle affects both its contractility and its ability to relax, both of which determine whether your heart is able to pump enough blood each time it beats. Problems with the contracting of your heart can be caused by problems with the muscle itself, such as a viral infection of the heart muscle or an inherited heart muscle disorder, or by problems with the blood supply to the heart muscle, such as reduced blood flow to the heart muscle, called ischemia. Your heart muscle needs its own supply of blood because, like the rest of your body, it needs oxygen and other nutrients to stay healthy. For this reason, your heart pumps oxygen-rich blood to its own muscle through your coronary arteries. 
so you know how the uh, heart like we talked about is a pup and man is yet to make a pup that efficient it can have some issues but it can also be fixed hey laughter does it benefit your heart it's laughing good for your heart you know a little humor bar Mm -hmm. when you laugh your heart rate increases and you take many deep breaths. This means that more oxygenated blood is circulated through your body, improving your vascular function. Prevents heart disease, improve vascular function and circulation can also help reduce your risk of heart disease diagnosis. So what do you think about that? So, can laughing cause a heart attack? Heart attack. There are just a handful of reported cases usually due to intense laughter causing a heart attack or suffocation. People have also been known to faint from laughing, which can lead to injuries. <laughs> and some narcolepsy substances report temporary losses of consciousness triggered by laughter or other strong emotions. Those people need to get in shape. <laughs> but, uh, and I don't know if you need to be listening to Jeff Foxworth. If you're one of those that faint out, especially where you're driving, you know, I don't want to do that deal. But anyway, what? Oh, in my hands, I have the Almanac Home Remedies Stain Removal How to Get Stains Out of Clothes. The best stain remover can sometimes be found right in your home. So check out these tips for stains and stain removal. Of course, you always have the scissors. Whether it's oil or grease, ink, blood, food, wax, mildew, or grass, we've got you covered. And here's our first one we're going to talk about, or read about. How to remove oil or grease. Scrub a grease stain with a lather of laundry detergent and water. Distilled water works best for this since soft water cuts grease better than water having a high mineral content so there you go and you know the almanac is a little bit ahead on the humor (laughs) because Irish proverb a good laugh and a long sleep are the best cures in the doctor's book so to throw that out at you Hey, now I'm going to tell about this guy today a little bit that's going to do our wit and wisdom. I'm going to read what he reads about it first. I was told over and over again that I would never be successful, that I was not going to be competitive, and the technique was simply not going to work. All I could do was shrug and say, We'll just have to see. Dick Fosbury. Now, I'll tell you who this cat is. Long time ago, below 50 years ago, in the 68 Olympics, Dick Fosbury turned his back on the bar and made a flop a success 50 years ago. A lanky Oregon stunned the sports world with a backwards flop over the high jump bar at the Mexican Olympics. He won gold and invented a new jumping style. St- 
still use today. When I got into coaching, got into track, this is what we taught because it just happened, kind of, you know, not too long before. Why do high jumpers jump backwards? Surprisingly, it's possible for the high jumper's body to fly over the bar while his or her center of gravity passes below it. Now, you might ask, why do many of the jumpers leap backwards? That part's easy. When your back is to the pole, there is less chance that your arms or legs will hit the bar and knock it down. Now, what jump, how high did he jump? Seven feet, four and a quarter inches to break the world record and win the Olympic gold medal before an international television audience. Now, when you first saw it, after you saw him, they used to just kind of roll over, they called it. And that just changed everything. I never did really hear about how he got to doing that. Probably just swirling around. But, uh, you know, that, that's it. That's what it's taught. And there will never be a, probably another technique taught about that way. Hey, but they said it couldn't be done. They said, well, we'll just have to see. Yep. That's the mindset we all need to get. Right there. I don't recommend going out and start jumping over things backwards, but I mean, whatever it is in your world that people keep telling you you can't do, yep. just say, well, we'll just wait and see. Man, that, not, that needs to be on a t-shirt. Let's just wait and see. <laughs> well, hey, what else you got over there to wait and see? Waiting on the weather at least get up to about 25 degrees. 25 be good. A little sunshine might be nice, but hey, it's shining in my heart. That's right. That's the mindset. And keep your heart happy. They don't get many of them. You think that guy says, I'll bend over backwards for you? <laughs> At least. He jumps over backwards. Well, that's a pretty nice guy. Yeah. Hey, he, he uh, flopped over what people were pole vaulting when I was coming through school. <laughs> I'm just saying that. And landing on the dirt? Yeah. Whatever you say. I think that had a lot to do with when people didn't get up too high back in those days. When they, when they softened up the landing area, that, that got real competitive. If you really want to see some, watch pole vaulters now. You know, they're going way above the, the standard of the bar. You know, we're talking 19 feet, that kind of stuff. 20, 20 plus, run around with a pole. Woo! Well, you got in on yesterday. Multiply, add, subtract, divide. No heels. That's kind of what I thought you'd say. Hey, everybody, find something warm today. We're fortunate. Our power's going. I hope yours is too. Just make a good day of no matter what they do to us. Just keep on keeping on. And know that there's, when you don't see those little ice spots out there, they're there. Make it count. Did you see that guy jump? Boo!